Welcome to Seen and Heard in Edmonton, the podcast about bloggers, podcasters in the capital city of Alberta. I'm your host, Karen Unland, and joining me today is Alyssa Lau, the blogger who shares her unique and striking approach to style at Ordinary People and the proprietor of the online sustainable fashion shop, New Classic Studios. Welcome. Hi, Karen. Thanks so much for having me today. This episode of Seen and Heard in Edmonton is brought to you by EekFest, a weekend of pop culture fun happening at Service Place in St. Albert on June 4th and 5th. There's going to be Lego, comics, collectibles, video games, zombies, Nerf guns, and more, and family passes are only $39.99. You'll hear more about all of that later in the show. All right, so let's start at the beginning, Alyssa. How do you describe what Ordinary People is about? Um, more than anything, Ordinary People has been more so of an experiment for me. Um, at first, it started out as um, a style blog, personal style blog. So my cousin Curtis and I started it in 2011. Um, and we were just really looking for something to do in Edmonton. We were both, you know, younger adults <laughs> and didn't have much to do other than take photos of each other, I guess. So um, it started out as a local style blog, and then it kind of progressed into more so of a creative outlet for me. Um, so it started to venture into travel, lifestyle. Um, it really got me into photography. So um, I can, more so than anything, I guess my blog has been a learning tool for me to um, discover more about myself and even my own personal style. And it's now done by you and... So it's only written by me, but my boyfriend slash photographer slash business partner, he helped me do the photography. So yeah, and hopefully that we'll have a couple new contributors throughout the year, but otherwise it's pretty much uh, just me and my boyfriend. So what do you know about your audience? Who who tunes in to Ordinary People? Um, it's actually quite interesting looking at that. Um, I think the majority is from Canada, but then second up we have from the States. So um, there is a quite a large international readership, which is a little surprising for me, but um, I don't think a lot of Canadians actually know who I am. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they're generally younger females between 18 to 24. Um, and I mean, the ones who comment and just create conversation, they're all amazing. And they're all, uh, it seems like they're all young females who are also searching for that creative outlet. So um, it's really awesome to be able to interact with them on the blog. When you go to something like New York Fashion Week, do people know who you are? Um, it really depends on where I am. If I'm at a fashion venue, sometimes you'll see other bloggers or other um, people. Sometimes people are a little too shy and they'll just kind of tweet you and say, hey, I saw you here, <laughs> which makes it a little funny. But um, yeah, it really just depends. I mean, if I'm just walking in Times Square, nobody's going to care who I am. But sometimes at fashion events, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it's, uh, it's really nice to be able to talk to people actually in person. So it's cool to put a face behind their Instagram usernames, I guess. Yeah. The other thing I notice about the fashion blogging community is it is maybe more interactive. I think only the hockey blogs have the same level of commenting and interaction as there used to be. Why do you think that is? I think just because everybody can relate to fashion. Um, I mean, if you're talking about a young girl from 18 to 24, chances are that they have some interest in it. Um, personal style is a really great way of self-expression. So just being able to interact with people who are also interested in your personal style or just take something away from it, um, I think that's the beauty behind blogging is that everyone can relate to it somehow. 
There seems to be also a tolerance for cross-promotion and self-promotion, right? You'll get, you'll get comments that say something nice about you, but also link to their blog. Is that, is that cool if people do that? Um, I mean, I definitely love it when people link back their blogs because then I can kind of see a little bit about who they are as well. Um, so, I mean, that's the whole thing about style blogs and, you know, being a web influencer is that it's all, you know, very narcissistic (laughs) (laughs) at its root cause it is. But, um, I mean, that's the beauty of it is that people aren't afraid to share who they are and promote themselves. It's not in like a tacky manner, but more so as in a, Hey, I want to get to know you. You can get to know me if you click this link. Some of your posts are sponsored and some of them aren't. How do you decide when to work with a sponsor? Um, it really depends. Um, I mean, depending on the aesthetic of the clothing brand or what they're offering as well. Um, for example, some brands who have approached me, I just wouldn't wear their stuff. So it wouldn't, doesn't feel right to post their stuff necessarily. Um, so I do make a really big effort to make sure that I'm only posting things that I actually like and, or causes that I support. So, um, I mean, it's really hit or miss because depending on which brands email you, you get a choice of, do I want to work with this one or with this one? And do I believe in this one's ethics? Or I don't know. There's a lot of things to consider. And I know it's really easy. There's a pretty thin line um, between being a sellout and actually adhering to your own morals. And, you know, sometimes you get it, sometimes you get it wrong. But um, I do try to make a really big effort to only work with brands that I actually think are, you know, doing something really cool or providing people with something different um I mean it's yeah it's a weird discussion but I think it's one that a lot of bloggers need to have and need to write down on their blogs their ethics code of ethics and just tell the readers which ones are sponsored so yeah yeah do you seek out partnerships or do they come to you they generally come to you. Um, the only time we've actually looked to collaborate with people is when we do our YouTube videos. So if um, we're looking for videos and we want to incorporate uh, local brands or just companies we think are cool. So, for example, we did a spring or winter lookbook video. And so we had Nowhere Fast on there. And I'd been um, looking at Wes O'Driscoll's stuff for quite a while. And, you know, he's an awesome guy. He's been doing some really cool stuff um, in the local community. So uh, we incorporated him in there. And so, yeah, it's just kind of cool to get to know these local brands. Yeah. Now, you did a really interesting post just recently, like a partnership with Expedia and Mm -hmm. Fuji. Um, That's an interesting partnership in alone because it has nothing to do with fashion. Yeah. But the aesthetic of that post. So it's all it's handwritten. With yeah. little cute annotations and everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, how much work was that? That took me probably three nights staying up till like four in the morning. So I didn't get any sleep. But um, I mean, when I have my mind set on something, you know, you just can't let it rest. But it was a really fun post. And um, my friend Danny, who's from Toronto, and I, um, we reached out to Expedia just kind of on a whim because we really wanted to, you know, have a girls trip and go to LA and meet some other friends slash bloggers. And uh, yeah, it just kind of all worked out and um, Fujifilm agreed to send us some film for the trip and all the photos are from that. But um, definitely not related to fashion, but I think with the evolution of my blog kind of turning more into uh, more so into just like a whatever blog, whatever I feel like <laughs> posting. Um, I find that I've been doing more and more travel um, because, I mean, who doesn't love traveling? <laughs> yeah. 
But it's an interesting aesthetic, and you see it in your Instagram as well. What what draws you to that sort of handwritten? Um, good question. It's really just how unique it is. You know, it's not a font, so not everybody else can have it. It's my own writing. Um, and I find that with social media and just being an online, somebody being online at all, it's really hard to kind of set yourself apart from other people. So um, I've been finding that, you know, just drawing on my photos or just trying to make things different, it really helps um, just kind of throw my own personality into there. So um, it's a reflection of who I am. And I mean, I've always loved doodling. So it's just, it makes, makes things a little different. Yeah. So what other doors has ordinary people opened for you? A lot. And I mean, I've talked about this a lot, but I started working for a coup boutique in 2013. And eventually after learning through um, the wonderful team there, just kind of the behind the scenes of running a retail store, um, I decided to open up U Classic Studios, which is my... It has been my job pretty much for the past year and a half. So I work on it with my boyfriend, Eric. And it's an e-commerce store only that caters to sustainable and ethical fashion. And so um, all our time is pretty much spent on working on e-classic studios and improving it and just, um, yeah. So that's probably the biggest opportunity slash door it's opened for me. But otherwise, there's just other opportunities to work with really cool brands and meet really awesome people. I've met some of my like best friends through blogging. So it's, um, there's a lot to be grateful for. What have you learned about having an e-commerce site? Because last time I talked to you, you had just opened it. I yeah, think. yeah, it's a long time ago. I yeah. about it. Um, I mean, one of the biggest things is that there is no off time. <laughs> You're always working. And I think it's hard for some people to kind of think of it like that. But, you know, there's always somebody awake <laughs> somewhere around the world. So there's always something to do. But... I think that's what I really love about e-commerce is that it's constantly changing and you have to constantly be adapting to the circumstances. But, um, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, the business side of things that I've had to learn that are definitely not nearly as fun as a creative. But, I mean, I think that's probably one of the biggest things I've learned is how to be more so of a businesswoman. <laughs> so marketing and getting in front of people. and Yeah, and, you know, taxes and all that fun stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But this is essentially your day job then. Yeah. So, um, I mean, some a lot of people like to ask us, you know, what our day-to-day is like. And so um, usually Eric and I will head to the studio, we'll answer some emails, do some work. And then we'll also allocate some time to blogging and or doing some, like, basic photography things. Um, I'm hoping to get more so into consulting and do some more photography as well. Um, more based on, um, sorry, focused on fashion photography. So... There's a lot of different projects going on, but definitely the store, focusing on the store is my main priority. Um, and the store is focused very much on sustainable fashion, eco-friendly. Um, it's not uh, you know, two for $10 kind <laughs> of junk fashion. What accounts for this huge interest in sustainable fashion right now? I think just because we have no choice but to be interested um, there are just so many studies out there done by um, the World Wildlife Foundation. You know, any huge organization will have studies showing you that if we continue along this path that we have created where, you know, shirts sell for $8 and we don't really do anything about it, then um, the world won't be getting any better. So 
I think at this point, people really need to start being interested in sustainable fashion because they have no alternative um, if they want to continue and prolong our social well-being. Right. <laughs> so, but I mean, there are some really amazing designers that are out there that are kind of initiating and paving the way for other sustainable fashion designers. Um, they're creating really cool methods of creating sustainable fabrics and they're finding um like fantastic new ways to work with artisans in third world countries. So um, I think it's because of these designers as well that sustainable fashion is getting so much press and so much of a spotlight. Um, and we really need to thank them for, um, I guess, giving sustainable fashion a really great name. And it feels like Edmonton is a bit of a hub for that kind of thing, both in terms of designers and uh, sellers and also like buyers, like people want to buy that stuff. Yeah, I mean, Edmonton is a really great community. Um, I mean, a lot of people would call it like a low-key city <laughs> and not in a great way, but Edmonton is surprisingly really, really awesome when it comes to that. Um, they have a really supportive community who's willing to buy local and support local. So I think just that um, atmosphere and that mood itself is making people more conscious and aware of what their consumer habits are doing. Um, even if you look at the farmer's market, people are so involved with the other brands and the sellers and they're willing to support them. So um, I think that's what has really kind of fed into this interest in sustainability in Edmonton. Um, we even see like stores like Lucid Lifestyle and um, Naughty, Naughty or Nice, I think, is um, she's, I haven't met her yet, but she's creating handmade uh, knit bralettes and crochet tops and so hers are all handmade and she's really focusing on the ethical aspect of it um, just like people like this who are really kind of initiating I guess initiating the way for Edmontonians so um, again they're doing cool things and people will react to that so we got to thank them for that yeah what uh, what's next for you <laughs> Um, what's next? I mean, I hope to always be traveling. <laughs> that would be amazing. But um, I'm hoping to do a little more consulting work for brands who are looking to ease their transition into e-commerce or if they need help with e-commerce. I mean, I'm definitely not a professional by any means, but I would like to think that I have some decent <laughs> experience and I can have something to add. But otherwise, um, we're also focusing on our photography, trying to just explore all these different realms <laughs> so that I figure out what I like best but yeah. yeah I would definitely say there is nothing amateur about what you put out right Thank it you. is it is to a super layman's eye there's there is clearly an intention behind what you do thank you very much yeah I mean I try I never try I hate half-assing things <laughs> so everything I do is tr I try to do to the best of my ability but uh thank you very much <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to hear about the local blogs that Alyssa recommends. This episode of Seen and Heard in Edmonton is brought to you by EekFest, the pop culture fair happening at Service Place in St. Albert on June 4th and 5th. I'm speaking today to Rob Lalashore about what's going on at EekFest this year. Hi, Rob. What is EekFest? It kind of grew out of a passion of love around the world of pop culture. You know, whether it was uh, Harry Potter, Star Wars, or Lego, or everything in between, just felt it was a great opportunity to kind of gather around the themes and, uh, you know, put on a fun festival-type show in St. Albert for, for all to enjoy. Now, I, I think you're going really heavy on Lego this year. Why is that? 
you know, Lego is so wide reaching and, and from the young and old, there's, there's a lot of interest there. That was a big part of it, working with the uh, NALUG, which is the Northern Alberta Lego Users Group. Great bunch of folks, and, and it's a great opportunity for them to, to display the things that they work so hard on and, and their passion. And then what else will people get to see? So there will be a couple costume contests for adults and for kids, too. We greatly encourage everyone to, to dress up as their favorite superhero or everything in between, and mm-hmm. we do see it all at... Uh, we have uh, one area that's the uh, zombie shooting range. It is as cool as it sounds. It's lots of fun. Uh, we're going to have a couple areas of interactive games from uh, an Angry Birds-inspired uh, air cannon to uh, being able to fly some uh, some fun little drones, uh, a huge video game zone, and then live stage entertainment. We've got the folks from Rapid Fire Theater joining oh. us this year. They're going to be doing some kid prov as well as some, uh, you know, pop culture-themed improvisation-type uh, programming on the Saturday. Uh, and then, of course, uh, we, we have upwards of 50 artists, comic book artists, you know, illustration artists, again, all around the world of pop culture and, and just some unbelievable talent. Advanced tickets are on sale now at theeek.com. That's T-H-E-E-E-K.com. And family passes are just $39.99. Adult passes are $19.99. And kids get in for 8 bucks. Thanks. Thank you so much for having me today, Karen. Okay, so we're back with Alyssa. Uh, what local blogs do you like? Uh, I was just talking about this, but I'm unfortunately not that great with Kiva local blogs, but there have been some that I've been following forever, um, ever since I started my own. So there's, um, I mean, Vicky of Adventures in Fashion. She's a staple name in the Edmonton fashion community. Same with Sandy Joe Carpets of The Brace Secrets and Lindsay of Over My Styled Body. Um, mm-hmm. These three women, I do keep in touch with them regularly. Um, and they're so lovely, so just kind of reading their blog is another really great way of connecting with them. Um, and there's um, a young lady named Joy. Uh, I think she's in, like, Spruce Grove or something, but her blog is a little detail. And she has been kind of on my radar for a while. She has this very cute, like, minimalistic style, and um, I think that she's been up and coming for quite a while. So um, I definitely recommend checking her out. And, I mean, there are so many other blogs I wish I could think of right now, but <laughs> you know how it is. <laughs> it feels like a lot of the... Uh chatter about style and fashion has also migrated to Instagram and Snapchat. Is there anybody there who you think is doing a really great job? Um, I mean, again, I'm awful with finding new people on Snapchat and Instagram, but these the ladies I just mentioned, they have a great presence on there. Um, Vicky's always a joy to watch. She's very vocal on Snapchat, unlike me. Like, I just like post a picture every now and then, but you know, Vicky will actually talk about her days, so it seems like you're hanging out with her, which is really nice. Um, even same with Sandy. Uh, I, I don't think I can think of anybody else, but maybe... I just need to make more of an effort to discover more people. Um, so feel free to add me, everyone. <laughs> and then I'll follow you back. <laughs> what advice would you have for someone who wants to start a style blog now? Um, I guess my number one piece of advice would be don't hesitate. Um, I know a lot of people are hesitating to start a blog either because um, it's too oversaturated or they just don't really know what they're going to do. And, I mean, it's always... A blog is yours, so you can really do whatever you want with it. And I think it's really important for people to 
stay natural and not really get consumed by what other people are doing. Um, it's easy to try to mimic somebody else's voice or try to copy their content. But um, the most important thing about blogging would be to just try to create something different. So, I mean, it's not a bad thing to be inspired by other bloggers and other creators, but finding ways to take that inspiration and make it yours, I think is a really important part about blogging. Otherwise, everything would be the same. So, I think, uh, yeah, whatever I just said. <laughs> <laughs> and if someone wants to spin their kind of established uh, style blog into an e-commerce operation, what advice would you have for them? I mean, for me, it was a little tricky because I did want to keep Ordinary People and New Classic Studios um, separate entities. So New Classic Studios isn't necessarily associated with Ordinary People. Um, but I think it's important to use your platform and your blog and your voice to obviously direct traffic towards your e-commerce, um, but in a tasteful manner and not, you know, constantly self-promoting, which is easy to do and some bloggers are notorious for, but... Um, I don't know, just, I guess it really depends on what your goal is with e-commerce um, and what you're trying to accomplish, but I think keeping it separate is a great way to um, maintain almost like a very authentic voice for your blog. Otherwise, people are always going to be questioning your motives and <laughs> the transparency behind each post. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, that's good advice, and I think a lot of people are, are thinking of doing this sort of thing, so yeah. it's good to, to know that you you have a responsibility to your readers to be straight with them, right? For sure. Yeah. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for talking to me today. Thank you, Karen, for having me. Visit OrdinaryPeople.ca to follow Alyssa's adventures and observe her style and see what inspires her, and check out NewClassics.ca for clothes that reflect timeless design and social responsibility. You can find Ordinary People on Facebook, and Alyssa is on Instagram and Twitter at I'm Alyssa Lau, and she's on Snapchat at an unpronounceable thing that I will <laughs> link to in the show notes, I along, know, with, <laughs> along with all the recommendations uh, that, that she mentioned here. Subscribe to my newsletter at seenandherdieg.com for complete coverage of Edmonton's blogs and podcasts, and I also want to tell you about an event I'm involved in called Journalist Interrupted. It's a discussion of what happens to journalism as mainstream media gets disrupted. To get your free tickets to that on May 26th at journalistinterrupted.eventbrite.ca. Thanks for listening.
Thank you.